LA Underground with Rukin. Now give me something to dance to. LA Underground. This is only the beginning. Clever the way everything blends together. The sounds laid down by the underground. Hi there and welcome back to LA Underground. I'm Rukin. This is episode number 12. And we are hot on the heels of a really great episode with Stefan C.A. And this episode, we're going to get to know another great up-and-coming DJ on the LA underground scene. It's Mazer. It's a great interview with her and also an absolute corker of a guest mix. There's been a whole flurry of amazing shows in LA over the past few weeks. Uh, but props to Chris Lake and Fisher for pulling off three sold-out shows at the Shrine Expo Hall. I don't think anybody's recovered from that yet. I'll be letting you know what's coming up in my world in the next month or so, and also about some other hot shows that are happening in LA really soon. But right now, in the background, is Johan S. with The Funk. House music is what we all need. It gets our spirits up, and it makes us want to get down. Yeah, I like that. Feeling this, the funk. Yeah, drop the beats out.
background you can hear Alex Kenji's Jacks, and before that was the Sponges Space Funk 75. These tunes are just so funky, they're the kind that really pull people around the dance floor, and that's why I can't get enough of them.
track you've just been listening to is called Skibidi by Little Big and that's the Dawley remix which segues beautifully into a bit of news. A track that appeared a few weeks ago on the show by myself and Hobbs UK called Game Plan. It's going to be released on Dawley's label Reptile Dysfunction in about three weeks time and I am so delighted. It's uh, one of my favorite labels and really just a great feeling to be debuting uh, a collaboration like that on a label like that. And because the track's going to release during Miami Music Week, that could also mean that you can catch me playing at a party that week too in Miami. But I'll keep you posted on next week's show. But right now, it's time to hand over to the interview that I did with this week's guest DJ. It's Mesa. So I have the privilege of sitting down now with Mesa. Welcome to LA Underground, Mesa. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, it's great to have you. And Mesa, if you don't know, is is really on the up and up on the uh, underground house scene in in Los Angeles. Uh, she's She opened her DJing career in Hollywood playing at Academy and, and since then she's played just about anywhere important including some incredible warehouse parties. She played Avalon just two weeks ago and Station 1640 the week after uh, and I believe you're about to go to Vegas, is that right? Yes, I'm going to play the Sunday at Marquee Day Club. Um, their Sunday parties are more of like a house crowd, so I'm really excited they asked me to play there. And what's interesting is I used to cocktail, I used to work there about two summers ago. So it's going to be nice to be behind the decks this time, but rocking the crowd. <laughs> what's that? What's that place like? You must know the sound really well, having worked there. So. Yeah, I mean, typically, generally an EDM crowd, but Sundays is a lot more chill. Um, they want to try to incorporate more of like a nor and pure sound, like when she does her shows. So I'm really excited they asked me to play and, you know, kind of have that inspiration. <laughs> so you're going deep. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to keep it funky, keep it fun. You know, it's a day party, so I'm definitely going to bring the energy like I always do. <laughs> Yeah, that's speaking of energy. Um, so you're in for a real treat with this guest mix that's coming up. Um, but you uh, really came out punching with this guest mix. And having seen you play a couple of times now, um, you have a real understanding of groove. And you you really like to flap the trousers of people on the dance floor. And I wondered where that has come from where did your love for house music begin and um why do you think you you understand groove so well well you know they don't call it dance music for no reason <laughs> you know the whole idea is get you dancing you know um but i think my love for music just came from a young age you know i came my household my, my mom was very strict so i had i was left to my own devices so i would literally growing up, you know, pick up an instrument, play the drums, play the piano, I played trumpet. So 
I like those big sounds and things that really get your veins, just you can feel in your bones. But it started with all the young kids, you know, just playing instruments um, and then just look, look, loving all different styles of music. My dad was really into dance music as well. So between Pet Shop Boys, um, and then I discovered Labouche in 95 with Be My Lover. <laughs> it's more of a Euro dance kind of a vibe. But um, since then, you know, I think with my inspiration from Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, um, you know, also living in, the, living in the Bay Area, I saw Doug Martin, Cascade when he was coming up with that whole Deep, deep House movement, um, Miguel Mig. So just a lot more inspiration comes from, you know, just that kind of Deep House vibe, a little bit progressive. And I just, I don't know, I like to have a good time in, in life. So that really translates to my sounds, my energy, the dance floor. So you grew up in the Bay Area. What was the first experience you had um, losing yourself on a dance floor? Oh gosh, this goes deep. So <laughs> I would say I was pretty heavily involved in the nightclub and after hours circuits in San Francisco. So. My first experience really was at an insomnia after party and it was at, you know, a warehouse. Obviously it's they're all illegal, but I remember walking in there, just the music, everyone was just, you know, feeling the they're feeling it. <laughs> and then just the vibe. The music was just so I mean, I think back then they're playing a lot of progressive trance. Um, and so I just really fell in love with those sounds and everyone's just having a good time in the zone and that was my first experience. And then after that, I just became hooked and, you know, was a regular every weekend at all these clubs in San Francisco. Beat 151, Ruby Sky, um, you know, you name it. So all the fun parties, especially end up six and Harrison. <laughs> yeah. And how did you wind up getting behind the decks? What was the transition and, and so what inspired that? Gosh, so I actually started out as a producer first. Um, Back in 20, late 2017, early 2018, um, I just wanted to, you know, learn how to create music and play music. And then someone recommended um, this music mentor, mentorship program. So I signed up, went through a four or five month one-on-one um, -on -one mentorship program and learned music production on Ableton. And just from that, after creating my first song, um, DJ naturally fell into my lap. So, you know, I think starting off as a producer, learning how to create, make, make sounds, you know, create the vibe, DJing just kind of naturally came into place. So that's how I was, I was offered to play at Academy back in May. What year was that? That was last year, 2018. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this is really like a, a fresh creative output for you. Yes, it's definitely my creative outlet and I'm so happy that I'm here. It's been an amazing journey. I have a long way to go, but it's, you know, it's a great ride so far. <laughs> well, I've seen you in action. You know what you're doing. Um, was, it, was it an easy transition to move from producing into, um, you know, curating sets worth of music? Not really. I think I've been curating sets since I was a kid, actually. So, you know, growing up, obviously staying at home and being left to my own little boombox radio, I would literally make radio mixes like i would you know listen to a song on the radio that i loved you know get the cassette tape out dub it and then you know blend in a bunch of songs and you know give those mixtapes to my friends so this is back in middle school and high school i was doing this so i think my love of storytelling through music you know that's been a part of me since day one and that i think that's why djing just kind of works so um yeah, I think the DJing kind of is part of you know, who I am as well with telling a story in the dance floor and 
creating a, a buzz, you know, whether you're building the energy, you're trying to portray a certain vibe or whatever's, whatever's going on in your life at the time. So right now I'm very happy. <laughs> That's why, why the mix is going to be a lot of, a lot and of you're heat. just spreading the happiness around. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know your, uh, your releases have a real kind of tribal layer in there. Is that, is that something you've deliberately kind of played into your, into your productions? Are you yeah. still there or have you moved somewhere different now? No, currently, I think I love, you know, the Afro tribal centric sounds um, coming from, you know, these parties and Spain that I was, you know, I went to a few parties a few years ago and I just really fell in love with the Balearic vibes. The percussions, you know, the chants, just all those sounds that really just kind of evoke a lot of emotions and you can just close your eyes and just feel it. So um, I try to incorporate that into my sounds and, and into my sets as well. And what and are you working following. on right now? Um, right now, so I just finished a project with this Colombian producer named Chris Soms, and that's actually one of the projects we're signing on to a label. I don't know if I can disclose it quite yet, but... Um, yeah, it's going to be released out in, around June, tentatively. Great, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really excited for this one. And it's probably my favorite project up to date. So. And you live, you don't live in LA, do you? You live just outside of LA. But I know that you yeah. spend a lot of time on the scene in Los Angeles. And, and obviously the show is called LA Underground. What do you think makes the underground scene in LA unique? I think what makes it unique is the people involved in the scene, not only the DJs and producers and whatnot, and all the creatives that, you know, are, are that make LA so beautiful. Um, I think it's the people, you know, and the, the, the following that these artists bring. Um, I think what makes LA underground is just the sound as well. It's raw, it's experimental. I, you know, a lot of these parties that I've been to in LA, even outside of LA, for instance, um, like, there's a few parties at Costa Mesa, like at this little underground, you know, um, basement bar. It was, it was amazing. But these all these sounds that I'm hearing, it's it's fresh, it's new, and it's it's great. Yeah, and it's it certainly draws in uh, people from all over the place. I mean, when I go to parties in LA, uh, you you very quickly find out that people have come from all over the country for them. They're not just they're not just people living in Los Angeles finding about finding out about a warehouse party there. They're right. actually coming and seeking the scene out, which is really exciting, isn't it? Yeah, and I love how there's a lot of female talent. Um, a lot of girls in the underground scene, whether they're tech house, techno, melodic, progressive, whatever it is, you know, or Afro house, there's a lot of amazing DJs and producers that are doing their own things, starting their own labels, really pushing the envelope and doing being independent. So I think that that's a beautiful thing, and that's really exciting to see what's going to happen for them in the next, you know, in the future. Yeah, um, it is really refreshing to have female talent in the scene. And I think it, you know, obviously it's been happening for a while and it's just, it's becoming a much more of an even playing field. In fact, it's quite reflective that on this show, you're actually our first female guest. Wow, um, that's amazing. Show, yeah, Thanks. congratulations. But it hey. also shows that, there's, <laughs> it shows that there's some work to be done, right? You know, Absolutely. If, this is, if this is episode 12 and you're the first, then, you know, we don't know enough female DJs. I mean, I, th I think uh, actually someone who you played back to back with last week, I think Somi is going to mm -hmm. come and um, come on the show at some point soon. That oh, she'll be another she's, one. She's um, amazing. I love her. Her energy is so dope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, uh, Mesa and Somi did an incredible back to back set 
just last week. It was really exciting. But do you find as a as a DJ that's a woman, are you finding any like specific experience from your perspective, or, or do you just feel like DJs are DJs now? I think as a as a female, I'm not trying to you know stereotype men and women, but we definitely have to work harder in the underground circuit to make our imprint, earn the respect of you know these artists that are already in the in the scene in the business, and especially you know the higher ups, you know the artists that have been around for quite some time. So. For me, I think it's it's important to earn that respect, pay your dues, work hard, you know, keep your head low, just stay focused on the music, and not get sidetracked with you know other temptations and you know all these other things that you get to hear. But it's definitely been a, a difficult journey, you know. That's something that I don't really put out my social media or disclose. But it's been hard. It's been a hard year, just kind of being in the right channels and meeting the right hands and. You know, coming overcoming a lot of obstacles where you know obviously guys think women are good for one thing; they have a certain image. So, I definitely have to transform my image and kind of create that. Um, so it, just, it fits my brand with music. You know, I want to be known for my music, not just the Mesa, who you know the model that I used to do and all that other stuff. So, right. I mean, I think I think it's the whole package, isn't it? I think everybody has to be aware of. Of, of their aesthetic in the world, and at the same time, you you want to be known authentically as a musician first, right? Absolutely, yeah, of course. And and talking about your music in production right now, where where's your inspiration coming from? What's getting you excited? You know, I get a lot of my inspiration through these Spanish producers. Like I love the stereo sounds, like Chuso Ceballos, um, Oscar L, and a lot of these other Italian and even. Uh, Turkish producers just give a very unique um, sound that just, I don't know if it's a frequency or what it is, but it's just the way it just makes you, you can close your eyes and just feel the music running through your, running through your body. So um, it might just be like a Latin flair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, um, I saw Chusen Gabayos at Exchange just a few weeks ago. And oh, they're uh, they absolutely slayed. It was great. And I've always also been a huge fan of their percussive layering of elements. It's it's a really exciting um, sound that they have. Uh, are we going to hear your vocals on a track sometime soon? I don't know about that. <laughs> when I hear my voice, I'm thinking, ugh. <laughs> you know, because when you hear your voice, it's always, it sounds different than what you think it does sound like. So. <laughs> You're going to let other people do that job. Absolutely. That's why there's sound engineers. <laughs> So, uh, what's coming up for you? What's, where, where can we find you and what should we be excited about in Maze's world? Well, my latest shows, um, my next show is in Vegas, this coming Sunday. You know, I've had shows back to back, so I think for the next few months, I'm just going to really focus on production and really fine tune my sounds. And, um, you know, hopefully by summertime hits, get more bookings and do some fun shows all across the world. And that's Part of why I want to DJ is obviously because I love I love to travel so much. I want that to be an excuse to see more of the world, connect with people, and see different cultures and make new friends. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm sure I'll be seeing you at Ibiza some point in the summer. One hundred percent. You have Miami coming up, Amsterdam, and all Miami those. too. Yeah. You know, all those great events. Have you played internationally yet? Will it be the, your first year of playing somewhere international? Officially, not quite yet. So I'm working on a few big shows right now. I can't disclose it yet, but uh, 
I've done a few small ones. <laughs> a few That's small really events. exciting. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, Mazer's mix is coming up right now, and you really need to turn the lights down low and the volume dial up because this one's an absolute <laughs> banger. <laughs> so much fire. Enjoy. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's our pleasure, and, we'll, and, uh, and we'll, we'll see you soon. All
Twitter at Samuel Rukin. SoundCloud forward slash Rukin Music.
talent I absolutely love listening to that guest mix and I really hope you did too that was Mesa throwing us a live mix on LA Underground and that's all we've got time for for this show uh, the next episode will be coming up in about two weeks time and I'm just waiting for confirmation on the guest for it but if it all goes to plan it's going to be a really exciting one So thanks again for tuning in. You can come and talk to me on my socials, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the rest. Please, if you haven't already, come over and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. I'll be eternally grateful. Thanks for tuning in. Until the next time. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya.